Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. So this episode is brought to you by Atlas Ghost Lady. Do you know what Atlas is, Ghost Lady? No way. Please tell me. If you're a creator, you're going to love this, man. If you're looking for music for your next video, then you need to check out Atlas. It's a royalty-free music licensing platform. Uh, Whether it's for Mm. video, film, and YouTube, this is just for you. So if you're a YouTuber or when you decide to start your channel, Ghost Lady, and you want to use some music that you don't have to pay for, you can get all that Mm -hmm. music on this website just like that. Oh, nice. With the yearly subscription, you get full access to the music library with unlimited downloads and one simple license that covers everything, even commercial Mm. projects. That's what makes Artlist the music licensing platform for all creators. Start today and find the perfect song for your next video. But wait, Ghost Lady, there is more. Whoa, more? (laughs) If you use my link below, you will get two extra months for free on your subscription. And what's the link below? That they well, can use. it is on my uh, the the uh, description thing. There'll be a link. Yeah. There. If you use that link, you'll get two extra months for free on your subscription. That is Artlist made for creators. From the moment this ad started, this many videos have been uploaded to YouTube. You want to stand out? Then you need the best music for your videos. Get unlimited access to Artlist's complete music catalog with amazing new music added daily that's pre-checked for monetization. It doesn't matter what kind of creator you are or how big your channel is. With Artlist, you're free to create. Start now and stand out. And uh, Barabini, welcome to another episode of Podcast and Chill, the only podcast that matters. Yeah. Yes, SA's number one podcast. And uh, please welcome my special guest this evening. Sipo uh, says, Muchi matters, Muchi for the kids. Which alias should I use, bro? It's just Muchi. <laughs> this guy's got so many ghost ladies. Yeah. <laughs> ghost no, lady. you know, I was just saying, I'm like, I've seen that Sipo is also getting into podcasting. How is it going? Well, I haven't technically started my podcast yet. Uh, I've, had, I've had my YouTube channel now for about is it almost six months now. Yeah, almost six months. And part of like the shows that I'm going to be having on there will include like a podcast in time. I think I did one episode because mm-hmm. I do like a weekly rap episode. The one episode that I shot was outside of the normal, uh, 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 like in the apartment that I shoot. And I shot it at the office with like a podcast mic. I was just like testing out a new vibe, if I can say that, leading up to what will become like uh, like mm-hmm. a, a bi-weekly podcast that I'll kind of have with guests as well on my, uh, as one of the new shows on my channel. And and how's lockdown been treating you? Who you been quarantining with? Ah, fuck this shit, man. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, no way, dog. <laughs> we were just made to suffer. Well, we were just suffering every day, suffering. Hey, are you suffering yeah, alone, with someone? Ah, uh, yes. If, are you alone there? Oh yeah, yeah, man. I mean, uh, I'm a single man now. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> The last time we spoke, you talked about how much you love your woman. The lover boy, I think you put that in the description. People say his girlfriend. (laughs) Oh shit, you guys broke up, bro. Uh, Unfortunately, we broke up, bro. Yeah, what happened? Be like that. What What happened? happened? It just didn't work out, eh? But I mean, we're cool. See, was this you? It didn't work out. You were planning on getting married, bro. <laughs> How? I don't think I said those words. <laughs> but no, at the time, I mean, it was, it was going really well, but we just, 
Like, I don't know. <laughs> it just didn't work out, bro. Okay, but who I, fucked I, up? I'm going to break down. Did you fuck up or she fucked up? I didn't fuck up. We just weren't on the same page anymore, if I can say that. No one, it wasn't something weird like cheating or uh, no one cheated. <laughs> I know that's the famous thing to do. <laughs> that's the hard thing to do. <laughs> hey, Kosley, don't you just hate it when celebs tell you that? Like, oh, no, we're just not on the same page, hey? Yeah, bro. Yeah, you know, no, we just like just to the park, you know? <laughs> He's on Jupiter, I'm on Mars. <laughs> Why weren't you able to see that all, all this time before you came to that decision? Uh, what is this now? <laughs> Probably a back in my relationship. <laughs> you know what oh, I think? What to know. How, uh? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not going to devour. Like I said, we're cool. But I mean, so, so whatever happened between us, the, the, the details. I'm giving you guys the condensed version, which is that we literally just weren't on the same page anymore. And we just decided to be apart. I think you got too famous for her. Too famous? Mm. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> or too broke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, man, I don't know. Where do you guys want to start, man? Do you guys want to start with the AKA Caesar thing? Do you know, I, know, I know you woke up late this afternoon. Uh, what did you think when you first saw the Caesar and AKA thing? I mean, I expected it. I don't think Caesar has ever been, uh, has ever had anyone come at him and then he like backed down or ignored it. That guy has time on his hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me read some of the tweets for you actually. AKA said, riding tractors and calling people ninjas while wearing bootleg cut jeans. I am dead. <laughs> and ninjas like, who still talks like that? Uh, Caesar says, I'll be very direct with you, son. Mina, I'll fuck you up for free. No need to sign up contracts. Then I'll front you money for legal fees after that. (laughs) 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 It's always been love, but I'm Musabi. So if he wants to act froggy, he can leap right now. You must go play around. His peers not here. Ninjas get too excited for promo sometimes. Let me help him get some coins. Hashtag KTV. He's just mad because he invited me to his show and I said no. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, history shows that Caesar has been on our show. That's why we're number one podcast in the country. I'm just saying. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think you interviewed uh, me before Caesar. Or the other way around. Who did you interview first? I do really you number one podcast in the country. I want to take credit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, he carries on to say, I don't even know what this means, but I will tell you this. I'm not the one getting my bills settled by girls. Damn. Is that, a, is, is that a fact? Is that true? <laughs> Actually, that's what I was going to ask. Like, is, the, is, it, is it, was just AKA, is he really broke? broke? Like, the fact that it's Agana Mali, hashtag. I don't think AKA is anywhere near broke. I think the, 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 the chat is just, AKA, I guess, should be way more well off than he is. I think is the the sentiment that Caesar had put out on that previous tweet that I told you about from when the Reebok news came out. Just say that because AKA is definitely not broke, you know. Uh, prior to lockdown, we've always been a consistent performing artist for maybe a, almost a decade now or something like that. And that show money is the, is the real money, right? So as long as you stay on stage, you never really <laughs> you never really uh, run out of cash. But I think all the deals that AKA has had, there was this, there was his company that fell through, his boy apparently who took money from him, all these funny things. Uh, he cried about his own label, then he went back. So there's like a track record of like bad business decisions where you're thinking someone like AKA uh, in his position uh, would, have, would have known better, I guess. You know where I think this beef started? If you check during the week, there was a tweet that Mini Lamini posted, right? And she was basically talking about how uh, people in this industry aren't making money and this this virus has brought that to light and that's why people yeah. die broke and shit like that. And then Cizwe replied and he said, no, there is a lot of money to be making in entertainment. It's just that people, ninjas, leave uh, beyond their yeah. means. You know what I mean? Means, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what pissed off AKA because in as much as you're saying he's been gigging and he's got all these deals, but we don't know if he's living beyond his means. Mm-hmm. I think the thing about it is that um, 
Yeah, I mean, rappers are famous for no, for, for, for living with um, uh, <laughs> across the world. They, it, 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 it is their Achilles heel. Just see some shiny ass diamonds. They wanna just, you just wanna stunt on niggas. It's their rapper way. Yeah. It's part of the rap culture, isn't it? You gotta have a flashy car, you gotta have a big house, you gotta pop champagne. And if you're in that life, you can get very easily sidetracked. Now, mm. the thing of people making money is true because um, people do make a lot of money, especially in the last like five, six years, you can say hip hop artists have really been, you know, in their bag. They've, they've been getting plenty of endorsements. We know these artists charge, uh, make you know, they charge a lot of money to get on stage. Their mm-hmm. booking fees are through the roof. So their the performance money is very important to them. So let's put it, let's put a picture like this. Let's say somebody like AKA, uh, if he if he's on his touring, you know, uh, busy performing uh, schedule, and he's doing shows every weekend, every month, and let's just say theoretically that AKA can clock, let's just put a number out there and say let's say three hundred thousand rand a month. Yeah? let's say he does all these X amount of gigs and he makes three hundred thousand rand. You start to get comfortable with three hundred thousand rand a month, right? As any rapper, or even as a DJ, if that's the money you're making before lockdown, if we can make that example. So you don't see something like Corona coming, right? As much as artists don't see that, don't pop forever, because that's the real chat. You won't pop forever, so save your money. So in terms of Corona, that's the last thing you see coming. Maybe at the end of your, like, your rain and not being so hot anymore, you might smell coming as the booking starts to slow up, like, hey, maybe I should start saving a little bit. But Corona, you'd never smell coming. You would not know that you wake up tomorrow and there's like no more money. No money coming in, zero rand you're earning from your performance money. The hundreds and thousands you used to make any month, now you make zero. And you must find another way of making money. But you were living a 300 rand lifestyle, 300,000 rand lifestyle. So you see where the problem comes in where it comes to like a grinding halt versus like a gradual slow process where money becomes less and less and you have to start getting a little bit smarter. That's where a lot of artists have found themselves. You get comfortable because you're just thinking, I, I make so much money every month. No one can tell me anything. And then Corona comes and it's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, while like going into the third month of Oaks losing so much money. So think of guys who at this stage would have made maybe up to a million rand. They missed that money, bro. <laughs> yeah. For me, in all of it, I feel like AK is really broke. I always say there's a little bit of truth whenever someone makes such statements. Yeah, he's just, AK is definitely not broke. But I think the, the sentiment is just artists just aren't being smart with their money. It's not even an AKA thing. Mm-hmm. But many are saying, which says people are being exposed. People are being exposed, exposed for not being smart with their cash. Cause these guys yeah, because I think maybe he's actually stuck in bad contracts. So maybe that's, you know, him coming out. Maybe there's just a few other little bad contracts, like even some things that you mentioned. So, yeah. But one thing you guys yeah, must remember about this industry is that the people that look like have money are the ones that don't. The people that have yeah. money are the ones that are wearing bootlegs. <laughs> <laughs> Driving tractors. <laughs> Driving tractors. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's why I can really, oh, somewhere or another, I'm like, mm, AKA, he's struggling somewhere. Uh, mm. I would say, see, 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 that age, I mean, my, my nigga has horse money. You know how much a horse costs? <laughs> you know, not to, not to play with that guy. If you tell a rapper how much a house costs, they'll be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And we're not talking about a female <laughs> dog here. Oh, oh boy. This is not a, a husky. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a husky, this thing. When you buy a husky, you're like, eh, 6K. <laughs> Yeah, no, but, yeah. but, but, but honestly what I think is happening I just think this is all promo Like him saying he's broke Him saying going uh, Having a tour with Caesar. It's all promo for his app Because you know He's got to keep top of mind And he's got to keep talk, uh, Keep people talking about him So that people can That's download his app that There's no reason why AK needs to fight with Caesar. We all know they love each other There's absolutely no reason Apart from promo I don't know it, the, the Reebok thing, my thing about it is like, I only want to say, you know, like, like that's an L that you kind of want to keep close to your chest. Mm. Personally, that's what I feel like. I feel like that's an L that you want to keep close to your chest. You don't want to say that you made an entire shoe with a Reebok and that for the shoe and the sale and, no and the entire process, it was zero money. Mm. <laughs> Instead, you had signed a deal prior, an ambassador, a monthly ambassadorship deal. And in that deal, there was a sneaker, but for the sneaker, there was no new contract. 
you just made a shoe with these guys, they put your name on it, and you got zero rand. Like, that's not a great deal, man. And I understand the thought behind it. He thought he was breaking down boundaries, but he didn't say that at the beginning. Remember when you were dropping the shoe, you're saying, I'm the guy who's paving way for everybody. I'm, you know, when I do deals, my name is on it. <laughs> so the energy he had then versus, oh, poor me. Did he give me this money? <laughs> He's paid the way for both guys. You know, so it's like, it's a weird thing, Hora. But I understand how about this time, I'm playing the sympathy card as well. Mm. A little bit. And I'm so just, these are I, times. No one knows how this, no one knows how this is going to last. So coming out and saying, I had a bad deal, I made a bad financial decision, and then dropping something that says, I need your financial support for this, is kind of like in line. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. You guys, I made I made a bad financial decision, but I've got an app that I kind of need you to subscribe to. You're going to make me money. So let's. I'm just <laughs> waiting for the day uh, these people can do promos without being controversial for the sake of being controversial. It's getting tiring now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like me waking up tomorrow it's and saying I'm gay just because I want the podcast to be number one. Well, we are, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's a character thing, you know, when something is just a part of who you are, when you're a bit of a volatile person, you know, if someone jabs, you like... Would you, would you, would you do like this, Sipo? Would you do something crazy or controversial for the sake of just pushing your YouTube channel? Just. Hmm. No, I wouldn't. I think about it. Oh, how like, would you would take I a go? picture with Larry? We'll get into the meat and the bones now. Huh? <laughs> We're trying to figure out how you're going to introduce that dumbass. <laughs> just been fighting. <laughs> well, since we're there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, would you do that? Uh, I, I've asked myself what I would do in order to push promo because basically, I mean, being a YouTuber, being a content creator, the whole point of it is jumping on latest topics. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, uh, so there's a difference between like what you do. You know what I'm saying? You're going to speak about relevant things that are happening and talk to relevant people because that works for you, it works for them, and it's just what everyone is talking about right now. You know, and sometimes you might go dig up an old trending topic. That's fine. Or an old person if it's about interviews. But it's about being relevant, right? Or creating a conversation. So you want, if nobody's tuning in, then you're like, I'm doing something wrong. I might not be talking to the right people or so speaking about the right things. So I'm already in a position where I jump onto things that are popping. So I don't know what, how, how further I would go to promo it and like dropping a bomb and saying, okay, now this Okay, this, this week I'm gonna, it's a tell all time. What I'm going to do is make a thread about intimate details of my breakup, for example, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so that I can, I can draw people to, to watch something or intimate details of the microwave boys breakup, you know, mm-hmm. the behind the scenes, what you don't know, you know, just mm-hmm. a game text and then bring what up don't we know? literally happened like over a year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think you pretty much know everything. Shit went south and everybody went their separate ways. Shit, do you miss it though? Uh, I do. Funny enough, just uh, just now, like literally, just before you called me at six thirty, somebody had tagged me on an old video, and it's a video that we had. Okay, Wasabi, and it just made me laugh. Uh, the interaction on it, and about a month ago, maybe some time ago, somebody had brought up the Ricky Rick episode, which for me was like my favorite episode. We just had so much fun with Ricky on that episode. It was one of it was one of the last episodes of My Grade was as well. One of the last ten, somewhere in the last ten episodes, we had Ricky, and that was just like my favorite one. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I do, I, I do miss the setup. Uh, I do miss the fun that we used to have, obviously, and uh, what the show did itself, just in terms of the YouTube community. Mm. It, was, uh, it, w- it was an important show. So I mean, and I, I guess it will just live on, you know. It kind of erase the past or uh, or rewrite it. <laughs> it just is what it is. The impact will stay there. The show for anybody who is ever interested can go watch it. But in terms of, do I miss the show itself? Yeah, I do. And sometimes I miss. It, it, it goes like. Yeah, do you remember when you? Oh, sorry, sorry, you were saying goes You're No, no, I was just going to ask him, um, Sipo, was it easier doing, uh, working with the guys or is it easier working alone now? Uh, it's definitely easier working alone. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely easier working alone because, I mean, Macquarie Boys was three of us, but it needed about four people to be, uh, have the same schedule every single week, you know what I'm saying? 
so as time went on, people became busier with their own personal stuff. It was one of those things that were, uh, oh, we can't shoot this week because somebody's not there. We can't shoot this week because somebody has another gig. We can't do mm-hmm. this. Those, those small things started to like interfere with our shooting schedule. The more the, shot, the, more the show grew, the more individually we grew as well. You know what I'm saying? Okay. People's priorities are different and people have different things that they need to like uh, pay attention to every single week, if I can say that. So, um, definitely shooting by myself or doing stuff by myself is easier because I can work at my own time at any given time. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to gather anybody's energy. I shoot everything myself. I edit everything myself. I don't need any help at all from anybody unless I want help or extra help from like, I still work with Menzi, so he still edits certain things on my stuff, especially if I work with a brand. You know, he, he's got that extra edit touch. Because I'm not an actual editor, but like editing a YouTube video is not like rocket science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the impact, I was, oh, yeah. I was about to ask Ghost Lady, like, do you remember the first time you saw or heard about Mark, Microwave Boys, Ghost Lady? Yeah, when I stumbled upon them on um, YouTube, yeah, and I just enjoyed it, you know, so I caught some few, like, I loved the vibe, the guys, what the guys had, but obviously, priorities and people's mindsets changed and you know what people were doing behind because for me i think like yes yeah. you guys changed the culture like it had such an impact what you guys were doing at the time i mean i think like everybody knew about microwave boys would i be correct in mm. saying that now the impact yeah. and you know what when i was when i was in it i didn't feel it as much at the time you know what i mean when I was shooting Microwave Boys every single week, putting the episodes up. Because when I started it, when we started it, sorry, it wasn't, I wasn't a YouTuber by like nature. You know what I'm saying? And YouTube was still like, if we started the show now, would it have been four years ago now? Yeah. Mm. Would have been four years. If it was still going on now, it would have been the fourth year. Wow. Um, so uh, four years ago. So at that time, YouTube had just a small amount of like people and stuff that would just pick up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the show, did what it did for the culture and uh, it was great to see south african content there yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah, just so the, the, the show and the nature of the show as well of what it was doing because at the time where the internet as well locally was becoming more robust and we started having these come you know trending topics on twitter were a big thing mm. a big part of popular culture and news so the show came at the right time to kind of jump on that wave when nobody else was doing it at the time like speaking about what's happening in that type of manner. And also, I guess we we're unrestricted, so it didn't sound mm-hmm. like we were scripted and which we weren't. And we're, people could come to listen to us because they were like, okay, I know these guys are going to say what happened this week in their own type of flavor. And they, they, don't, they won't be scared of anyone or say like PR articles. Mm-hmm. They're just going to say, fuck this guy, fuck that guy, this was dope, that was whack. And it, it, the, the honesty of it all always felt like people were talking to their friends. And you guys were hilarious. Yeah, that, that helped too. <laughs> <laughs> when last did you speak to Larry, though? Honestly. Uh, uh, I mean, just in terms of like, <laughs> last time I actually spoke to Larry, I met him um, uh, at a party about, um, I want to say January, maybe February. February, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, he and I aren't friends anymore. Just. For real? So after that scandal, yeah. you guys broke, broke ties? Yeah, man, it was just, uh, it's a little bit more personal for that for me, which I won't like uh, yeah. make again, like some sort of, of weird story. But like, it just, we had just drifted apart. And for me personally, I just, uh, yeah, it was just something that wasn't working out. So we just walked, I walked away from it. And then, just for sure, but when I'm just, we're just not friends anymore. But here's the thing, right? If you guys want an exclusive guest, Uh we love exclusives (laughs) (laughs) now here's the thing right towards the end of microwave boys when we shot that last episode episode, who did we shoot with i can't remember now but we were supposed to shoot an episode with aka actually Mm. right and aka was going to be our final episode of microwave boys and our next move for that was to try to take the show to TV. That was in the works already. Mm. Was in the works, we were... So the AKA episode, if you want to say, was going to be the pilot for TV. So we're going to shoot it in a different setting. We're going to have a whole studio set up. And so oh, for YouTube, we were kind of done because we're like, we'd reached the ceiling with the show. And we don't want to do it here anymore. And we all had other priorities. And it was just... So like, we see that we go to TV and we stop the show completely. 
Mm-hmm. So the next move was like, we're going to take it to TV. And unfortunately, that deal never materialized because of how things ended up materializing. Literally, uh, weeks after we started that movement. Wow, man. Um, what uh, Were you going to ETV, SABC3, One, Internet? Nah, well, we're going to try to put it on DSTV. That's what we were shooting for. You know what I'm saying? And we, we, we had a prior relationship with uh, some channels on DSTV and we'd had some shows and being invited guests on several DSTV shows and a few seasons and some other. So we had that, that working relationship was there. They knew us, like the whole country knew us. So it wasn't like a conversation that was from the bottom, like, who are these guys? It was like, oh, shit, you guys want to talk? Let's talk. So we're just hashing out the technicalities of it and trying to see what kind of deal we could work out. But uh, had things have gone the way that they've gone, Michael, it was 100% deal. When I'm hearing you talk, man, it sounds like you have a lot of regrets because... I mean, dude, this isn't, it, it wasn't your fault that microwaves had to come into an end. You know, you weren't the one with the scandal, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's unfortunate how things worked out. But uh, for me personally, things had changed for quite some time. If I can say the last, the last year of Microwave Boys, from 2018, in the time we were on radio, up until when the show actually ended, which was actually this month last year, in May last year. Um, Things had just changed. The energy wasn't the same. Oh, so this had been a long time coming, bro. Had been a long time coming. The, the energy wasn't the same for me personally. It wasn't the same. I wasn't vibing. I wanted out for quite some time. Yeah, and you know, with what we do, of, with what we do, if the energy's on, if you're not vibing with the person, people can tell. You know. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, the small things were starting to affect the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? And it was just when you start to feel like something that you used to do so naturally, now you're forcing it. Now it feels like a job. Mm. Now every day I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta go shoot this thing. Mm. <laughs> you you know don't want I mean? that, bro. That was my that was the energy towards the end of it. Like, oh fuck, another fucking episode. <laughs> but Sipo, I want to ask: when the whole scandal came, did you already knew that this was going to happen, or was it all a surprise for you as well? Well, not everything you- same day as everybody else on the timeline. Wow, that's crazy. Really? Okay. 100%. I woke up to that. I mean, the, 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 the scandal is not, I mean, it's not like a, a, a word you can't say. The issue here was that was the whole abuse thing with, 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 with his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Baby mama. That was the issue. So that we did, I did not know that that had happened. She had not told us. I think she had told some of her friends. But you, like I said, you know how that's. So like I was in communication with her. Cause she like she, and she had said several times on the timeline that oh nobody like his friends didn't know, and the, and the worst part about it is that people would think that oh you're such a close friend would you have picked up something you, yeah was, that, was there never any was there never a time you saw something was off whether you thought is this person uncomfortable or you can feel the energy that's how much the energy had changed I can tell you maybe of four scenarios where I'd been in the same room with her mm. that's how little mm. outside from that seat. For like the last year of the show, outside from when we shot the show, me and Larry never changed. Okay. Oh, man. Do you have any regrets though? Do you regret uh, that happening? I regret not making a stronger decision earlier because uh, I, I personally hadn't had already, uh, like I knew things weren't going to work out for the long term. Mm. And kind of, I held out longer than I should have, personally. And that's not mm-hmm. to think that I think I'm better than anybody or I think I'm bigger than anybody or I think I'm the shit. Just this is just a personal feeling of how I felt at the time. I was just like, I was done long before I was done. Mm. Okay, okay. Until we were forced to like stop the show and then it seemed like, uh, a lot of people thought we were joking, I guess, at the time because that's how these things go, isn't it? Everyone acts like they're concerned at the beginning and then later on everybody's all happy, 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 clappy again. Then it's like, oh, they were just doing it for Twitter. Yeah, no, yeah, you man. Um, what do you think about all these celebs now having YouTube channels? Like every single day, someone's ah! got a YouTube channel. What's <laughs> 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 <A> celeb? What? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I personally, my thing is, why did it take everybody so long? Because mm. right? you can go back again to our show and when it started, and at that time, it's a lot to create some respect for YouTube. Because a lot of the big guys weren't even coming as guests on the show. When we started having those celebrity guests, the impact grew even more. You know what I'm saying? We started having like a Casper, and people were like, Casper's on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? And it's not 
it's just a regular show with just some three random dudes or whatever. You know, it's not like an interview with like an MTV base. No, no, no. It's, he's just sitting there on a chair with these guys against the wall, just like I'm sitting right now. Because there was nothing fancy about our show at all. We stayed on a mm. blank ass wall for 80, 81 episodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? We never switched it up. People always say, why don't you guys get a fancy studio? I'm like, people come here for the content. Don't give a fuck. We're going to shoot it in my toilet. Yeah. <laughs> That's how hot the show was at some point. I started in the toilet. People would probably wouldn't even notice that I'm in the toilet. Because mm. <laughs> you know it was so, so content-heavy. But um, mm-hmm. seeing the celebs then, I was then I used to talk shit about YouTube, now going, hmm. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. going on on this YouTube thing? Then they realize that there's money they can make on YouTube. Uh, they can expand their brand uh, on YouTube by, uh, by working. I mean, the same way that they work with brands on their Twitter, on their YouTube, on their Instagram and make money and realize that uh, they're like, oh, if I start a channel and we get X amount of views, um, what should, we can actually make money. Oh, we can collaborate with, uh, uh, with brands and make so much more money, especially now in these times <laughs> that we're living in. Now everybody's at home, they can't get out the house. You realize you can make mm-hmm. all these passive income through getting these channels. But personally, I mean, the guys that I'm really, really happy about are actually people that have supported Microwave Boys itself from the beginning, like oh. Neo and, uh, Janelle and, uh, and Solo. Janelle and Solo have been showing Macquarie Boys Live since day one. Every time we saw them, we always, we love your show. We watch every mm. week and a couple. Dope. Pretty Ugly and Buntle, love them to death. Since day one, showed us nothing but love. Love your show, guys. We watch it as a couple every week. We don't miss the show. You guys yeah. So to see people that always showed us love, who had it in the back of the mind, and those are the two that I can say that I, I've, I've seen so far. But there's, there's, there's a lot more. Yeah, there's this um, couple that's fucking up the game, man. They get like a million views a day. Jeez. Yeah, I've, there's, there's a couple of couples, and I forget their names. Baby, um, what's that couple that gets crazy YouTube numbers? Denzovus, yeah. Denzovus, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, they're rockets. They're rockets. <laughs> <laughs> they're rockets. Wow. <laughs> They don't fuck around, son. They fucking rock it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so many people are realizing now, oh, shit, you get to 100,000 subscribers, you get that platinum plaque. You know what I'm saying? It's like a milestone. That uh, girl, Mpumi Ladwaba. Yes, Mpumi. Mpumi just reached 100K, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She got that nice, wholesome content where she speaks about Christianity and family. And that's yeah. what I like about people realizing you can just be yourself. It's not just come and talk shit or just I have to make a podcast or I have to... It's anything uh, and everything. It's like, no. Any, people are realize, and I love that about it. I love people, I really understand what it, oh, whatever I love, I can share with people and then mm. they'll just jump onto it. You know, you, 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 you started the podcast because this is what you do. You're yeah. a radio guy. Yeah. You interview people and you speak on the mic. You're, you're basically, you know, so it was natural for you and then eventually your success came later. You yeah. know? So that's yeah. what it is. Because you're being yourself. People tune in here and they know it's just Mac G. But some guy pretending to be Mac G. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to talk about something that's close to Ghost Lady's heart, which is marriage. Uh, what did you oh, think about Lerato Khanyahu and her 50-day marriage? What, what? You know, like, was, first out. I was out. It was like a lockdown marriage. And she failed. She failed. It was a level five marriage. <laughs> level five. You know, at this rate, uh, marriages would come in that, you know, you know, like when you buy software, it's got a 30 day trial period. And then if you like the <laughs> software, period. you can buy it. <laughs> That's what we need now for marriages, bro. Nah, nah. I'm longer in my fridge than the marriage. <laughs> What did you think oh, about yeah, that, Gosling? Right? Sipo, do you want to be married? Do you want to get married? I think I do want to get married one day. Okay. Well, you need someone first. <laughs> I'm going to need to hold down a relationship for a little while to realize. <laughs> no, regarding the Lorato thing, at first I was kind of pissed off, you know. But anyway, hey, you know. Uh, but... I think most importantly, what I've noticed, and actually I wanted to ask you guys, like with love, do you believe that it's something that, you know, you get like about the whole finding your soulmate? Do you believe in soulmates or do you believe that love is just an understanding? 
I do believe in soulmates. I, I found my soulmate. She just pisses me off and annoys me, but I love her to do. <laughs> me with the whole the whole soulmate thing is uh, I think somebody had brought it up trying to make an analogy but because the soulmate chat is basically saying that there is somebody in this world one person who is meant for you right and they exist and then you guys will, must find each other <laughs> you and your soulmate must find each other there's one person that's meant for you the idea that is crazy because then they're saying why is your soulmate if you grew up in social how is your soulmate also in social and that's where you met them <laughs> The idea that there's seven, if there's seven people, seven billion people in the world, and you're thinking of a soulmate, your soulmate could be anywhere. They could be in Ecuador. How are you going to meet them then? They could be, they can't just be in Sosha. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's soulmate is within their vicinity. That doesn't make sense. Then it's not a soulmate. It's just somebody you fucking met around your, around the corner <laughs> yeah. of your house. Exactly, so, exactly. So That's my company. I believe in, I believe in compatibility. Mm-hmm. I believe there's people out there that you're very compatible with. Um, and because everyone has a criteria of things that they want. So whatever it wants, if you want somebody that looks, that, that, that looks a certain way, has a certain type of job, uh, whatever, does uh, extra things as extracurricular activity, maybe you're an exercise person. I also want somebody who's into the fitness life, who reads a lot, and who's, got, you know, who's close to Jesus. There's millions of people that exist like that. Just yeah. find the one that you're compatible with. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I feel like in terms of your goals being aligned, there's not a lot of people in the world that are meant for you, but there's several. <laughs> yeah, it's I think your soulmate, your soulmate is wherever you're with at the time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Could be a white night stand. So it's about a perfect match. And as close to perfect as you can get the match of the things that you want in a partner, right? Yeah. Things you wouldn't put up with. Doesn't matter how somebody looks. If looks are important, so just certain things you wouldn't put up with. If somebody, if let's say, for example, again, if you're let's say you're religious and somebody who's and you're like, you know what, if the person is not religious, I think you can even give them a chance. For example, yeah. just, I, I couldn't live with somebody who's like, if uh, if I'm religious and I say I, I can't be with somebody who's atheist, regardless mm-hmm. of how our personalities click or who ticked all my other boxes. But if I say I, if if you're just not religious like I am then it's just not going to work for me because that's a very important part. It's a very big part of my life. I don't see us working out. It's just going to eventually tear us apart. So things like that. If you're honest with yourself about the compatibility and focus on those things, then you're going to get a perfect match if you get some people like that. But otherwise, the, 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 the soulmate hour. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, no, I'm a big believer in compatibility as well. Like you, you, you hit it right there on the nail about compatibility so the, that's the biggest factor so the thing about uh, lerato sorry i skipped that question oh yeah let me uh, just let me just I brief think... people that might not know this what happened so barry Roo tweeted this this is barry Roo. Uh, it's about mm-hmm. tammy ndala defrauded a lot of retired from Mpumalanga, Pretoria, and Joburg of the investments claiming to make a lot of money through his forex company for them. All these cases are currently at the commercial court. And then he goes on to say, Tami Dlala is a well-known fraudster. He has two South African IDs. Tami lied to Lerato Khanyahu that he was born in 1981. Kanti was actually born in 1988. And Lerato only saw the ID in 1981. Tami Dala lied that he has a house in Santa in Hyde Park County. He's renting. His father, three kids, which Lerato uh, didn't know about and surely found out recently. Tammy has also fraudulent court cases he's currently attending. Uh, yeah, so basically, he's a fraudster, this guy. Mm-hmm. I, is, is anyone making legitimate money out here? Hey, like, <laughs> must, we must question every Maserati and every. <laughs> Yeah, yep. that's, that's not the only one. So, okay, first thing about this marriage, particularly, is that I respect the fact that they didn't stay too long. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, mm. they encountered, like I said, ah, ah. <laughs> I'm not going to give this more long, uh, longer than it needs to. I can see only headaches. I'm not going to put up with it. Whatever it is, let's cut it. Because she put out a very statement saying, you know what? And we've decided to split together. Oh, I'm going to remain as friends, blah, blah, blah. So nothing controversial about their breakup in terms of how they put it out to the world. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, it's like that Kim Kardashian 72-day marriage. You know what I'm saying? She married that guy yeah. and says, ah, he, I, man, it's a bobo. Bobo. That's yeah. number. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you Get see how, fast. for example, yeah. if, if you want money, because obviously Chris had money as, as, as the NBA player. 
it was still like, oh, nope, not enough. This guy is just not the type of guy for me. They ended up very quick. As hurtful as it is, it's like, I, she said that nigga a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was able to move on with his life. She was able to move on with her life and eventually find the person that she was compatible with, actually. Mm. Just sort of like wasting somebody else's time. So I respect that part of it. But this thing of these guys, hey, because this happened to Sarah Langa as well. Her guy is also in court. That one in the private jet, the ex husband. Because mm. uh, nah, nah, remember, she got married, that guy who was in private jet, who was nice, who was Mother Rani for the whole team. Yeah. <laughs> But my thing is, how do no, you get I, scammed as LKG? Like, don't you do some research and find out who this nigga is? Why he's balling? Google search, LinkedIn. that <laughs> <laughs> she probably thought she had done enough. You know, sometimes, man, when you when you meet somebody and I don't know, maybe you first fall in love, and then they have all these things as well. You know, this guy, if he if he presented himself as a very wealthy person. Mm. It's, uh, it's 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 uh it's very easy to like someone's money, especially if you just meet them, right? If you like, if so, if 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 a girl meets a guy who's like flashy and is in private jet or whatever, she just sees a rich guy. Yeah. And he's gonna, if he says I'm a businessman, I sell coal, then that's what the fuck he does. He sells coal. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and if later on you find out that coal is actually cocaine, it's like ah shit, nigga, I bet you sell coal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up for cocaine. This is a bad deal. <laughs> <laughs> so scammers are very good at hiding where their money is actually from. A lot of people date scammers. They're very good at it, man. They're very good at hiding. Is that why you broke up with your girl? Was she a scammer? <laughs> <She's not. laughs> I would have held her for dear life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, fine. We can eat the scamming money together. <laughs> That's a grand for a, that's a grand for a breakup with me. That's grand for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's compatibility is, for you. Let's go. <laughs> Do you know this Tammy guy? I've never heard of this Tammy guy. Yeah, I've, I've never, never heard, heard of, of the guy. Guy. I've heard of this guy. And I feel like I, like I didn't look him up because actually I'm not gonna marry him, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah, I've never heard of him at all. Just like a baller who came out of nowhere. I guess that's the first red flag. That's the first like, ah, baller, where were you? But do you guys time? think that it's also linked with desperation? Ooh. I can't imagine why that would be desperate. Moral of this story is that she must just stick to the naked DJ once. <laughs> yeah, they'll get back together. It's fine. <laughs> they must get back together. Yeah. Return back to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Make it my yeah, thing as God. Sometimes you must just go back home. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> you go outside, you devil, you devil, you're like, ah, I don't know all these devils. I don't the devil that I know. Yeah, <laughs> these devils have new, they have new tricks. I don't want to let these new tricks. <laughs> but that one I know is tricks. Like, I'd love to chat to LKJ. I'd want to ask her, when did she realize this guy is a scam artist? <laughs> I shall write a like, book. It's fine. You're like the Oprah podcast now. People open up to you a little bit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you have people sit, you sit on Oprah's couch and then they just be honest. But tell me what else. They don't, they don't give into Now when they sit with you, they're like, okay, man, let me tell you. Next. Okay. I, went, I went broke. I went broke seven times. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Oka. Oka, open up. Um, I don't know who's, uh, uh, God rest his soul, Chili M. <laughs> I, remember, I remember watching the Chili M interview and I was so entertained by him. So entertained by him. He was just opening up like a can of cool beans. <laughs> he was so, so Oh, gosh. <laughs> Fuck, man. Another thing I wanted to talk about is I finally, um, I don't know, but the chillers who've been watching the podcast, I finally got to watch the Michael Jordan uh, Netflix documentary. Have you seen it, Sipo? Oh. I absolutely have seen it. I have to go bootleg it on the eight, on the eight episodes <laughs> drop. <laughs> and what do you think of it? That thing is absolutely, I think it's absolutely brilliant. Now, if you know me, mm. you know I'm a big fan of uh, football, basketball, and I'm a huge fan of Michael Jordan. He's like my greatest athlete ever <laughs> you know what i mean so just hearing the news of this um the thing coming out i was just the most excited like kidly excited to see it <laughs> um and obviously it's been like a very long time i mean this, this 
This thing was shot in 1998. Wow. So, that last dance, because that's what the last season of the Chicago Bulls when they won the sixth and final championship together. Yeah. So the team all broke up. Uh, was when they shot it. So they gave actual access. To Shit, like, man, uh, I was even crying, dog. I'm <laughs> 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 yeah, so I I absolutely love it, and I've I, I'd always heard the story of um, Michael Jordan being up on his teammates, and to see it mm. all like come out. Do you think it was a bully like, though? I, I think he definitely was a bit of a bully, which he admits to himself. Mm. I think he definitely was hard on the guys, which he again admits to himself. Um, Pause. But at the time, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, it just seemed like. <laughs> at the time, it just seemed like those guys. You had to hear that shit. Like, hey, nigga, yeah, I win here. So if you go get your shit together, you can fuck off, eh? Yeah. Like yeah. in training, telling niggas like, this is it. This is the best you can do. Mm. So oh, usually those type of stories are where you usually dig out. Some people have a different approach to it, but his approach was always like, I guess the only way he knew how to motivate guys was like to be on their ass the entire time and be like, nah, nah, not good enough. And to, it raised their game. Yeah. And you, Costa, did you ever watch it? Made it? them all better players. I do. No, I follow it. I, 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 I love it from the beginning. I've been following it. And I just love the fact that the end of the day, it's just, it just get, brought so much light and understanding on this whole, you know, how, the, how big the guy is, Michael Jordan. So uh, I've really enjoyed, enjoyed it. For me, when yeah, I, I watched it. I think, yeah, you're saying? Yeah. No, go ahead. You're saying? saying that, I'll say what I love about it again is the fact that uh, as a guy sometimes, you know when you try to play football with your girl, she just doesn't get it. If, she, if she's not into football, for example. Mm. So whatever it is, you know, usually uh, uh, when it comes to sports, especially football, a lot of girls aren't into it. So it's always you're trying to let her understand this player, this team that you support, the passion, and she just, yeah, it's just a game. You're like, just a game. <laughs> you know, That's you the thing as one from a female perspective that I watch it and it's like, you have an understanding why men would be so committed and just love the guy. So, and that's the same for every sport. And I feel like the last dance was done for people who want sports fans who wonder mm. what's the big deal with this Michael Jordan guy. I mean, his sneakers, like, why do they love him so much? Just a guy who dunks. What's the big deal? And then they see it play by play from the time he mm. was a kid, all the seasons, the drama, what happens behind the scenes, how hard it is, and how the fact that matching up to him. You know, there's so many basketball players and you understand just how great he is above, uh, head and shoulders above everybody else. And it kind of paints that picture to like, okay, I kind of get it if you didn't get it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. me, when I watched that thing, I wished I understood basketball because I'm a soccer guy. I don't really know much about basketball. But I wish I understood basketball to really appreciate his greatness. But just watching it, you can just tell this guy is amazing, you know? And, 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 but for me, what I found most intriguing was Dennis Rodman. Like every oh, time yes. during the whole document, I'm like, who's that guy? Why is he like that? <laughs> yeah. I was more intrigued about Dennis Rodman because like for me, Michael Jordan was the saint. He did nothing wrong. But Dennis Rodman is out here fucking prostitutes. He's doing cocaine. He's living in the middle of the sea. <laughs> I'm like, I want to know more about that guy. What's he doing? Why is he like that? <laughs> Yeah, I love it. It painted such a, and he's been like one of the standouts in this entire documentary. Everyone has taken like enlightenment because if you remember growing up, uh, there was always Dennis Rodman was always like a character, and you see this guy with funny hair, and a lot of people that didn't follow basketball didn't really think much of it. So just this one basketball player who seemed different from everybody else. That's my thing as well. Yeah, yeah, he just looked different, and you just wonder what's this guy's story into. I don't know exactly what you're saying. What's this guy? What's he up to? And how is he able to like seem to live such a wild life and then still like perform on that day? Uh, if you watch this episode and he goes to Vegas and goes wild in Vegas wild. for three days. My and nigga! Like, the next day, My nigga! He's, 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 he's like me. He comes wearing pajama pants <laughs> to training. <laughs> uh, dude, I found that so interesting that after I watched the I Mike loved Jordan, that episode as well. After I watched the Michael Jordan documentary, I went and tried to find other documentaries about Dennis Rodman. So I got this one, yeah, 30 to 30. So I just need to watch that. But yes, I was like, nah, man, I got to find out what this guy's all about. Because remember, from way back, like, I remember when I was still young, I used to always see Dennis Rodman on, like, tabloids. 
And you remember way back when there was, you see Carmen Electra, his well, ex-wife or girlfriend. That they Madonna, he was there. fucking Madonna, bro. <laughs> exactly. Dude. You know, the guy was always on tabloids. And I remember from a young age, like I'd watch this guy like, what's up with this black man? So now when you just saw the whole story, <laughs> I was so intrigued. Yeah, I know. Dennis was definitely the same. I can't wait for the last two episodes. Those have been leaked. So 9 and mm. 10 are only coming out next week. I can't wait to see how they're going to close it off. Because nice. they've been telling the story so beautifully. And it's yeah. just like immediately become like my favorite sports documentary. And did you see there's a Mike Tyson <laughs> movie coming out? Oh. Yeah, I heard Jamie Foxx. But Jamie Foxx has been talking about that movie for like three, four years now. <laughs> I must make it already. <laughs> <laughs> There's even one interview like three years ago where he's like, and this is how the movie starts. And then he goes into this thing for like three minutes, speaking about cameras and zooming in, and that's how the movie starts. Where's the movie, dog? It's like it's like the microwave boys uh, reunion. We'll keep waiting. <laughs> hey, you wait for that one. You wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. Wait and you be like, I, I maybe I must move on with my life. <laughs> Uh, just in closing, man. Another fun fact about that um, that documentary is that it was actually supposed to come out in July. Because of the whole lockdown and the whole Corona thing, Bola Brown James had edged on the the, the 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 studio saying people have nothing to do right now. You guys need to get to work. So they've actually been editing this documentary in real time. Oh, so that's why it's only coming out. That's why it's only coming out two episodes every week, and not like every how Netflix really drops ten episodes at the time. Because that they, they hadn't started editing it before they dropped the first one. They were supposed to, they'd, they'd still be editing it right now, and it'd only be premiering in July. Yeah. Mm. So they've been editing it in real time and putting it out every week. Because they're yep. like, going to get the most traction now, because it was going to start at the end of the basketball season, which would almost be over in June. Mm. Oh. All right, so just get before it. we go, um, what did you guys think about Jeff Bezos becoming, well, he's going to become the first trillionaire. I know that guy needs to like, bro. <laughs> no, no, no. His money makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know, man. It makes me uncomfortable. Hundreds and just a billion. It just doesn't make sense, dog. But it's it bound to happen. Like, with how her life has turned out right now, it's bound to happen. It doesn't shock me. Man, I'm, much, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm still trying to be a thousandaire. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, it's just, he has, he has obscene amounts of money. I'll, I'll definitely go crazy because there's nothing you can buy. You have to like make the things that you want now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so boring. Nothing excites you. Well, what excites you now? Everybody See, Yeah. Okay, what's the, what's the highest check you guys received from uh, YouTube? What's the highest check we've received from YouTube? Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I've <laughs> I've made more money by myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, just that check. Whether it's, it's the, okay, as a microwave boy, as a microwave boy's check, the biggest check the microwave boy's entity as a collective received while it was still happening was one for uh about just over three hundred thousand if I remember. Whoa whoa yes are you serious <laughs> yeah sure Jeff Bezos yeah. <laughs> about, if I remember correctly it was just it was about it was about that much. Okay. as microwave boys that's the biggest but as biggest, yourself you've biggest. received more yeah this I'm, is on YouTube Michael was in a lot of time fucking around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since I started my YouTube channel, I was done fucking around. Are you uh, into oh, money though? Okay. Like, do you worship money? I don't worship it, but I mean, I'm trying to make a lot of it so I can live a comfortable life. <laughs> so, how much would you want to? Would you want to be a millionaire, billionaire, trillionaire? Where would you be comfortable with Ike Shop? I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess the the the, the, the most humble I could be. Is I hope that I can be a billionaire, I guess, you know? Why, why, why would I want to be a thousandaire? <laughs> <laughs> why would I want to have hundreds and thousands if I could have hundreds of millions? <laughs> <laughs> the 
thousand have a ceiling. Because that means I only want to have one million. <laughs> <laughs> you know the other day I got enough for the crib I want mm, fuck man Sipo really enjoyed this man uh, what do you want to say um, let's talk about your channel what else you busy with man yeah yeah man uh, uh, writing as usual I'm working on some new show still in my head most of it uh, but it's coming out on paper that I'm working on somebody else two new shows actually uh, they don't have uh, anywhere to live quite a bit but I'm excited about this one particular one but I'm writing with this one very important person and I'll let you guys know some other time. <laughs> nice. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I think I'm nice. writing a very dope show there. Um, and also my YouTube channel, which is got a few things that some of them need me to be outside a little bit more. And that's what I hate about this lockdown. It's kind of uh, influenced on a few things, especially a few campaigns I was actually working on. But now actually I'm going to be able to do because I think we're going to level three come June. So June is going to be a little bit busy. You should be seeing a lot more stuff from me and okay. the original partnership that I've had. So go subscribe to my channel, uh, Moochie Matters. There's some dope content that's going to be coming out. Other than that, I haven't been in the mood to be, like really shoot for my channel this time. Like I just, I prefer to be doing the writing that I've been doing uh, on the show that I'm working on. The issue channel, it's just, it bored me so much. Like it drained my energy, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Like I just, I, I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was just like, I'll get to it when I get to it. And then now I look back, I'm like, oh shit, I've dropped like one episode. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> locked up. <laughs> now I feel kind of bad, but like, it hasn't felt like it to me because it just wasn't, wasn't like a focal uh, point for me, rather. But yeah, if I get busy, I come June now, I'm going to be able to get back to work a little bit more. All oh, the best, man. Yeah, what do you want to say, Ghost Lady, in closing? What do you want to say to Zipo? No, I'm just saying all the best to Zipo with his channel. Well, I really enjoy it. And yeah. Good luck. She's lying, by the way. She hasn't even seen a single episode. She's lying. (laughs) No, I do. I do. What was the last episode? What was the last episode? Tell us, Kosli. What was the last episode on on Muchi Matters? What is he talking about? No, he just breaks whatever that has been happening during the week, right? But I haven't seen anything. He reports on what's happening on Twitter and on social media. Okay, tell us the, the, the studio. What does the studio look like? It's good. It's cool. No, it's, it's good. The way he's sitting, the way he is right now, the way he is right now. Oh, okay. Uh, she's yes. seen one. She's seen okay. one. That's how I heard the song. I heard oh. from him that he was sitting in my head the whole day. <laughs> Sipo, thank you so much, man. All the best with everything that you're doing, man. All right, so before we go... Sipo is a vibe and a half, you know? That's why when Len couldn't make it today, I was like, ah, let me hit up Sipo, man, because I know he's always a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, before we leave... Uh, we've got some announcements to make. Yes, make sure you become a member. We've got some new members, ain't that right, Ghost Lady? There are a lot of members like, guys, thank you so much for just clicking on that join button. And here are the people. Do you want me to read them out? Yes, please. Okay, lately now we've got Shepherd, we've got KDC, Tabiso Prince, Mungezi, Alumbe, and Amkeleili. Oh, whoa. Luzuko, ha, okay, and 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 this is this is this is your people. Don't tell me you can't read this one. <laughs> Which one is it? What does it say? Let me go on the thing. It's boo boo hoo boo wow boo. I know the surname. I can say the surname Chivase. Okay, and then we've got Mabel. We've got Pomo and Mojalifa, Kelvin, Tidiso, Katsuchelo, and Gosingi Pilen. Tembingosi, Kutso, Katleho, and Dr. Bella, and Paul Motawung. Become a member and be yes. here on this list. We appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you check out our website as well. And also, uh, this episode has been brought to you by Artlist. So, yeah, uh, do use our link below if you want to join Artlist and get two months uh, free on your subscription. Uh, what else is going mm. on, Ghost Lady? What else? What else is going on? We're still on lockdown and we're looking forward to level three. Let's cross our fingers. Most importantly, I feel like you guys in Joburg, you are the you are the numbers that are higher. So if you are st- if you if we have to is how they be still on level four, it's Joburg. Leave Pretoria out of this. We're going yeah. to level three. 
All right, ghost lady. Love you long time. Chat to you next week. All right. Coolio, Mekchi. Thank you. Love you long time. Boom. Boom. Editing a video? You probably need music. With Artlist, you can find thousands of songs for any video project with one simple license. Get unlimited downloads for only $1.99. With Artlist's unlimited music license, you can save time and money and quickly find the perfect song. Start now and get a free trial. Podcast and chill. Matt G, the ghost lady, and Len Moleko. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.